Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome in to this Tuesday, January 17th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Punick, Versalini, and Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. Produced on TV 10 today by Gerald Wright, our intern. Uh, welcome, guys. It's day two of the week, and our EPAC hoops, while our basketball broadcast schedule for the week begins tonight. Uh, are you good over there, Nick? Yeah. Okay. Gerald you're, was you're, okay. checking with me. You're like... Making motions, so I didn't know if you wanted to talk. Uh, well, f- our first segment will be some EPAC hoops. Uh, we'll talk about our game tonight, and then we'll get into girls and then boys uh, since we're doing girls first. Martinsburg hosting Washington tonight. Colin, I'll be on the call with you. Um, both teams are at a point right now in the conference where this is a big game for them. But every game is a big conference game, but this is a really big game to see where they can move into the in the EPAC. Yeah, both teams uh, in the EPAC sitting at two and one. It's uh, Washington at five and six overall, and then Martinsburg two and six overall. I'm still uh, really looking forward to this game because right now I'm looking at the EPAC on the girls' side of things, and it's Spring Mills clearly above everybody else at number one, but really fighting for number two in my mind is Martinsburg, Washington. And Jefferson, so the fact that we get to see two of those three teams going up against one another tonight for the first time this year should be a interesting one. It, I think on paper, both teams are pretty evenly matched. It's just going to depend on uh, the game styles and who really controls that tonight as well as the tempo will come out as the winners. Yeah, I think it's a winnable game uh, for the Bulldogs tonight, um, but it really could go either way. So... It's one that I think we'll learn a lot more about Martinsburg than Washington if Washington comes out and wins. That's kind of what we expected based on the preseason, uh, that the Patriots would emerge as one of the top teams in the EPAC. But if Martinsburg were to get the win, then they're looking at potentially being the second-best team in the EPAC this year right behind Spring Mills. So it's a game that tells us a lot, I think, about these teams. It would be a huge win for Martinsburg. And just a nice, you know, win for a Washington team that's looking to establish itself in the EPAC. Um, if Mary Rivera's out there, I think that gives Washington a bit of an edge uh, with, you know, her skill set. But uh, it should be a pretty close game. I think it could go either way. Yeah, it'll be tonight. Uh, pre-game coverage will begin around 7 p.m. on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10, WRNR TV on YouTube. Tip-off set for around 7.30 uh, elsewhere in EPAC girls hoops action, Musselman travels to Hampshire. And Colin, did you did you? Yes, I did get confirmation that tonight's uh, Hedgesville girls game, as they were going to host Berkeley Springs after it was uh, originally snowed out back in December, has now been canceled today. So Any no game between. Given? Uh, no, I did not get a reason. Right. Just confirmation that it is in fact canceled. All right, that was on the schedule for today as being a rescheduled game from 
in December. But that game indeed will not happen at all. It's been canceled, not postponed. Um, but we'll move over to EPAC Boys Hoops action. Uh, Martinsburg got a win last night at Broadford and Christian Academy. I've not been able to find a score from last night's game, but they did get the win last night. Uh, they now have five wins on the season, and they'll go right back into EPAC play excuse me, tonight. They're going to travel to Washington. That's a big contest kind of for uh, one of the latter bottom three spots in the conference, and uh, both teams 0-3 in the EPAC. Yeah, so I was going to say, I was going to say neither team has won an EPAC game. So, you know, you have an opportunity to establish yourself in the EPAC with your first EPAC win tonight for both Washington and Martinsburg. I think Martinsburg was obviously expected to beat Broadfording. So, no real surprise there that they got that win. But um, can they come back here tonight? and get a win against a uh, Washington team that's an EPAC opponent that we know has gotten a little bit better since last year. So it should be an interesting game. It's two young teams going at it. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a winnable game for Martinsburg. It just will come down to how conditioned does uh, Coach Rogers have this team after playing a game last night and now having to go back and do it again tonight against Washington, who – even though is 0-3 right now in the EPAC, is definitely improved compared to last season, I think, in a lot of people's minds. So you can't take it for granted and try to just go into it thinking that you're going to be the winners tonight because, one, it's an EPAC game. You don't want to overlook a team and fall to 0-4, but, two, because they've definitely improved and there's still a lot of question marks around Martinsburg as a whole. And for Marsburg, this could be a huge week for them uh, in the EPAC standings uh, because if they're able to get the win tonight and the win Friday against Musselman, which is also going to be a tough game in its own right, that'll kind of push them right back in the conversation for number four because right now you have three teams tied at one and three teams tied at four, technically, right? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, – Three teams are 3-0, and and three teams are 0-3. And, and Martinsburg faces the two other teams that have not won a conference game yet this week. So for them, it could be a good to get a leg up. Or you could see a, a two-way tie for that fourth place uh, after this week at some point. Or yeah, it could it remain could, a three-way. We'll just have to wait and see. I mean, it could go really any way right now. We don't know which of those teams have uh, – really separated themselves. I mean, on paper, you would think Martinsburg emerges as the fourth best team in the EPAC based on the fact that they were pretty competitive with Jefferson, uh, were competitive with Spring Mills, even though that was without Keyshawn Sheik. Didn't look great against Hedgesville, though, so it's kind of hard to get a read on this young Martinsburg team, but it seems like they have a little bit more talent than Musselman and Washington does, but on any given night in the EPAC, especially as well as these coaches know each other, um, you know, it really could go either way. So while we think Martinsburg, I think, would be the team that would be number four right now, I wouldn't count out a Musselman or Washington quite yet. It's still very early in the season. So yep. this week will tell us a lot more about the other teams behind Spring Mills, Jefferson, and Hedgesville, and it will tell us a lot more about those three teams in terms of which of them appears to be right now number one. We think it's Jefferson, but, hey, anything could change, and we know that there's a lot of talent on Spring Mills and Hedgesville, so I'm excited about that. You bring up that we think it's Jefferson. 
we'll find out an early contest tonight uh, because we got a rare big game that could decide that will decide who's going to have the leg up right now in the standings uh, tonight as Jefferson host Hedgesville. So one and two uh, going at it tonight are all tied for one. Technically, they're going at it tonight, and that's going to tell us a lot about this conference. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge game. Jefferson, Hedgesville, two teams that are expected to be, you know, two of the top teams in the EPAC. They have a lot of talent. They have a lot of experience on their rosters. Both teams can shoot the basketball. I think for Hedgesville, that's the thing. Like, what kind of shooting night will Hedgesville have when they have been on? Uh, You know, they can score and they can compete with a team like Jefferson, but they've had some off nights as of late, it seems like, or at least against Martinsburg, I don't think it was their best offensive night. So, you know, they're going to have to bring it on both ends of the floor against a very talented uh, Jefferson squad. And for Hedgesville this week's big because they also face off against Spring Mills this Friday, and that could be the double whammy if things don't go their way, and all of a sudden they're the third team in the conference. But if things go their way both ways, they're, they're two games up, essentially. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, three teams that we believe are all very close between, you know, Jefferson, Spring Mills, Hedgesville. So, this early wins are going to tell you a lot. But again, too, like, the way the seeding is determined is not necessarily determined on your wins in conference. I mean, it it should be that way, but if it's tied, I mean, coaches are going to look at your out-of-conference schedule or just vote whoever they think is the more talented team, so... It is kind of an interesting scenario there as well. So, David Wood says go Eagles, and they win by 10 tonight. That's a bold prediction. That is, that is a prediction. bold prediction. I'm thinking it's going to be a, a one-point, maybe three-point game that comes down to the wire. Yeah, I'd lean toward that. I think if you're going to pick anybody to win by 10, it would just be have to be Jefferson because they you know, haven't really lost – they haven't lost an EPAC game since – Ever or in the last two years, about the same ever? <laughs> not ever, but you know, what I bet this group hasn't lost at least together. Jamari Jenkins hasn't lost an EPAC game ever, so I mean, there's some guys that uh, aren't used to losing around here, so it's hard to imagine you know, Hedgesville to win by 10, but it is you know, a Hedgesville team with maybe a little bit more depth than Jefferson, but it's still a very deep Jefferson squad as well. Yeah, it really is a deep Jefferson squad, but that will do it for this first segment of the sports. Before we get that out, we'll tell you the broadcast schedule for the rest of the week. Again, Washington girls travel to Martinsburg tonight. We'll have the call for you at 7 and 7.30. Then tomorrow we'll have Shepard Hoops action beginning at 5 p.m. with the pregame show. Shepard women take on East Stroudsburg at 5.30. Shepard men take on East Stroudsburg around 7.30. And then Friday, uh, Musselman at Martinsburg and boys action. That's a 7 and 7.30 that's a 7 p.m. pregame show, 7.30-ish tip. And then Saturday, Morgantown travels to Martinsburg, or Martinsburg hosts Morgantown. That game, believe, it, it's scheduled for 2 o'clock, but the way that these games are scheduled, they're playing a freshman JV and varsity game and the JV game. So the freshman game's at noon, the JV game's at 1, and the varsity game's at 2, all in the same gym. So I think that game's probably going to start around 2.45, 3 o'clock. Don't get me started. What? You already know what my thoughts are on scheduling games so close. I don't. to basketball. I've told you before, I think it's crazy that they only give an hour and a half when quarters are, what, seven minutes for JV 
and then you got a 10 minute halftime so it, I don't want to get into that rabbit Aren't hole. Are they eight right minutes now. for JV too? Is it eight minutes too? I thought it was seven. Uh, I'm if, not if they sure do eight, it's even. Head. But ninth grade would be six minute quarters. I hope so. All right. Well, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg, they became number one by making you number one first. Parsons, go to ParsonsFord.com for more on the side of this break. We'll talk Shepard. Uh, well, actually, we'll talk some other stuff. We'll talk some football, I guess, a little bit. A scholarship offer to West Virginia coming from or coming to a player from Jefferson High School. Then we'll talk Shepard. They hired a new assistant AD. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WR and RNG for 10. Back in two minutes. My thoughts to bark like hounds. I focus on my breathing. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stevens Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Here's to the grown-ups. Your car is now your office. Stage. Nursery. Shh, sorry. Insuring it shouldn't be a headache. Erie, number one in the nation for highest satisfaction with the auto insurance purchase experience six years in a row. And with Erie, you get your own independent agent. Not a giant corporate call center or some online robot. You meet with a real person like this. Your local Erie agent in Martinsburg is Smallwood and Small Insurance. Get a quote at smallwoodandsmall.com. Erie Insurance. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you, produced today on the TV10 Side by Gerald Wright, our intern. Uh, we'll talk some uh, high school football here momentarily. See the offer come the other day, and we, we've seen the way that players post their offers, not knowing what it was, because sometimes it could say an offer, but it just means a, a preferred walk-on offer, and that's what we have come to expect when people in this area get offered by West Virginia. It just seems to be... Lately, Neil Brown's not recruiting down here, and he's recruiting preferred walk-ons. We saw that with Hudson Clement. We saw that with Cam Chalice over the last year. 
But uh, now I can't find that. That's a different, there must be a different article. Uh, but Keyshawn Robinson from Jefferson gets an offer from West Virginia, and it's a full scholarship offer. That's that's big. Yeah, it is. And obviously, congratulations to Keyshawn Robinson for it. It's well-deserving. He's gotten multiple Division One offers, but the fact that he's getting a scholarship to WVU is saying maybe that Neil Brown in his potential final moments at WVU is finally realizing that there's some talent over in the Eastern Panhandle that he needs to keep a closer eye on. So Robinson has a lot of talent. We've seen uh, the past few years at Jefferson. He's been a star offensively and defensively on the football field, and he's a track star. I think what you were saying is 40-time. I don't know. It's not an official one, but I think he has posted on his social media. It's a 4.2840. That is insane, and obviously – even if it's close to that, yeah. very impressive for a high schooler nonetheless. Would love to see it. And as a WVU fan, hopefully he goes there. Yeah, I know he has an offer from uh, Old Dominion as well. So that he's got two Division One offers. Uh, like you said, Colin, you know, a guy that has starred in both football and track. So really good athlete. Um, I would think he would play defensive back at college. Um based on what we've seen at Jefferson, and he's only a junior. So he's got a whole other year of recruiting um, and you know camps and stuff like that to get better as a player and get more exposure. But it is cool to see a uh, scholarship offer to a um, player from the Eastern Panhandle from WVU. I haven't seen that in a while, so uh, definitely good to see. And, you know, if he decides to stay in state, I think that's great pickup for the Mountaineers. If he goes somewhere else, though, we'll certainly uh, keep an eye on his career and wish him the best. But uh, he's, like I said, he's got another year to ball out at Jefferson and uh, you know get another tons of offers. Hopefully, um, so I know twenty four seven Sports has him as the number one DB in the state, and I think that's definitely you know fair. Yeah, and uh, the article I was talking about, it's actually free on uh, Ear Sports, the 24-7 sports site for the Mountaineers. And uh, Keyshawn is quoted as saying, uh, recruiting coordinator Drew Kesa pulled me out of the training room and told me that Neil Brown wanted to speak with me in his office. Me and Neil had a great conversation with each other, and he said he is giving me a scholarship. So it's pretty good, pretty awesome. He also is going to visit Temple later on. So, But uh, obviously, if he has dreams of playing for his home state school, I think probably would choose West Virginia right off the bat if that's if that's a full-ride scholarship offer. Yeah, the hope, in my mind, if you're Neil Brown, is to get it out there, obviously, early, as we just said. Uh, I don't know if, only a junior right now. I don't know so. if he committed or not, but he did tweet out yesterday – I, this could be just trying to garner some hype on social media. I don't know. I'll have to, we'll have to reach out to maybe confirm. But he did tweet last night um, at 6.30-ish, hashtag trust the climb with the eyeballs emojis. So, so I, to I'd me, in my mind, that could be I've committed. And that's why you get it done early, right? Because you don't want other schools, if you're WVU, to even look at this guy. You, you want an in-state talent like Keyshawn Robinson to stay in the state and – become golden blue 
Yeah, and uh, Spencer Powell, his teammate, who will graduate in May, also went up for that, uh, and he had a. He, I guess he, I don't. I'm assuming maybe preferred walk on role. Didn't announce that he got a scholarship, <laughs> but uh, pretty big because I've seen his recruiting. He's trying to been. He's trying to push his recruiting. Spencer Powell yeah. is. A lot of guys around here are, and getting the visit there obviously is great for Spencer Powell, another guy that is a really tremendous athlete locally, and even if it's just a PWL, I would not be surprised if he takes the chance. Isaiah Fritz, uh, also in that wide receiver core, plays basketball right now as well at, at Jefferson. He has an offer to play at uh, his first offer from Frostburg, I believe Sion Grantham from Martinsburg, he received an offer. I'm trying to remember where to. Let me pull that up. I think it was Alderson Broadus, if I remember correctly. Yes, that was Alderson Broadus, the Battlers. Uh, there's also quite a few other players in the Panhandle being recruited by Alderson Broadus right now. Um, I know for a fact Baden Hartman has an offer from there for football so. as well as his receiver, Ray Adamas. Ray Adamas, Adamas, and Ray Adamas has a few more as well. But, you know, when you look at the recruiting for multi-sport guys, it's it's easy for, I think, guys like Keyshawn Robinson maybe because you can also do – I'm not – does West Virginia have a men's track program? I don't know off the top of my head. I would presume so. You think they do? Yeah. All right. That's Gerald, our intern. Uh, but I know that that also helps as well because he could be getting potentially a partial scholarship for football and a partial for, football for track. Partial for track. Uh, but I, that's a being that's a big attractive thing for a lot of guys that run track is that they want to continue into college, and that could be something. I know Keyshawn Robinson is obviously we talked about him being a track runner, so that could help him as well. But it's it's very attractive thing for. Um, players that also run track that to, with schools that have track as well. And, Nick, did you see the results over the weekend for Marshall's first men's track meet? No, I did not. <laughs> I saw last week on Twitter from uh, Luke Creasy, who's been on the show a few times. Shout out to Luke. He's the 2022 West Virginia Sports Writer of the Year. Um, he posted that uh, herd men got their track and field underway, and the headliners, the top three, were all football players. By the way, I do not see a men's track and field team for WVU on WVU Sports. I only see track and field for women's as well as cross country. Interesting. So that well, is very interesting. But Rasheen Ali, they have club, but. yeah, Rasheen Ali runs for Marshall as well as EJ Horton, both football players. Jaden Harrison, a football player as well. So that's a lot of a, it's very attractive to a lot of athletes that run track as schools that have both. So Marshall needs to offer Keyshawn Robinson is what you're talking about. That's what I'm saying, basically. I think he'd look better in golden blue. I think uh, Ray Adamas should be getting more looks Yeah, than D3. I think he's more talented than that, and and we've seen what he's done on the field. He's a fast kid, so I'm not really certain why at least D2 isn't looking at him. He is. He's got some D2 scholarships. Okay, well, you only mentioned the Alderson Brada. So I know some other. I'm trying to think which ones. I'm trying to pull up his. No, I can't find his Twitter. There it is. I was, I was trying to, to find say, his It Twitter. is tough trying to follow every single yeah, player. Yes. It's tough to see because they post it, but then it's also hard to figure out which ones, um, which who's going where and what. He does have his fifth offer. That's from Alderson Broadus and Ray Adamas. 
Charl University of Charleston down in Charleston offered him as well. Um, I'm trying to go through and figure this out because he's got it on there. Uh, he has an offer from Bethany College, also I believe in West Virginia. Him and Baden Hartman both do have from Alderson Broadus in there. He also has an offer from Shenandoah right down the road. Um, yeah, but so many offers coming in there. Uh, one thing that we found out yesterday, I'm just it, – it's not official because I haven't seen a commitment out there, but we were talking about it before the show, is – uh, according to Travis Bajan, Ezra Bajan will go play football at Shepherd University and follow in Tyson's footsteps. According to Travis Bajan on his uh, YouTube video yesterday. So yeah. We've kind of thought all along, but we have yet to see an official commitment out of that. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see on that. I mean, it's kind of speculation at this point. We know the Beast uh, says some things, and, it, and they may or may not be true. I mean... I'm not saying that he's lying. I'm just saying that, you know, he, he, he hypes stuff, stuff up quite a bit. So As a father should do. Yeah, and, and that's what he he's known for that. So, I mean, if Ezra comes to Shepard, that's great, I think, for Shepard. And I think it's great for Ezra as well if he decides to go somewhere else. Um, that makes sense to an extent because he might want to make his own name for himself. So, we'll just have to wait until it's official to really talk about it. But I think uh, that's a good news for Shepard if that is true. Yeah, and uh, speaking of, so this past weekend was official visit weekend at Shepherd University, along with a lot of other D2 universities. I sent you guys uh, that Shepherd received a commitment over the weekend. Now, it'll be interesting to see where he plays. Um, I say this because, you know, right now, Shepherd currently does not have an offensive coordinator, so it's going to be hard to kind of to, to say, but I do believe this guy will play at defensive back. He doesn't say it or not, but Zach Ferguson, a uh, player, a quarterback and defensive back out of King George, Virginia, uh, has made his commitment to the Mount, or excuse me, to, <laughs> to Shepard, and he'll play, I believe he's going to play defensive back because he did at mention Coach Klein in there, the defensive coordinator at, at Shepard. And his defensive coordinator in high school, so that that would be interesting to see. I don't I don't believe that he will play quarterback though, but he is a quarterback defensive back. Yeah, I feel like at the D two level, you probably do have to pick one. And as you just mentioned, if Ezra is going to Shepard, we know that the quarterback room at Shepard, which obviously is empty at the top, is still full overall when it comes to the fight for that top spot but it it'd be interesting if he could do both or at least attempt maybe for a quarterback the first few days if he's not getting the looks that coach mccook likes put him on defense right it's ultimately the coach's decision on can where we get he a plays. height and weight on this so. young man uh well i i can double check now but i just found something else that uh that has just gone down recently. I don't have the full release. I don't remember what he was at Shepard. He was on the coaching staff. Uh, but uh, Coach Haynes has taken the uh, Shepard coach with him. That's Coach Braden Tom Braden Thompson. Uh, he is now the running back and tight ends coach at Catawaba. However you say it, excuse me. Catawba. Catawba. Uh, he's from Shepard, so he leaves Shepard this coming within the last half hour is what I'm seeing. Um and, you know, we'll, we'll talk Shepard. Maybe we talk that tomorrow on the show. 
uh, kind of just our hypotheticals for the year because a lot there's a lot going on within that program. A lot of guys entering the transfer portal, uh, which is something you haven't really seen from Shepard in the last few years. But how about we talk about that tomorrow? Yeah, not only can we talk hypotheticals tomorrow, we can uh, update everybody that maybe we can get answers to those hypotheticals. Uh, Thursday On at 12, Thursday at 1215, yeah. we'll be joined by athletic director for Shepherd University, Chauncey Wimbush. Uh, that comes a release coming out this morning at 1015. The Shepherd University vice president for athletics, Chauncey Wimbush, announced today that Tim Zegler has been named assistant athletic director for external affairs. Uh, he's local. He actually served an assistant coach for Shepherd men's hoops from 2011 to 13. He's also had coaching stints at Spring Mills, Berkeley Springs, and Hagerstown Community College. And he's a graduate of Shepherd University. So we'll talk with Chauncey Wimbush about that at the in two days on Thursday. But that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix. Brought to you in part by Arsini's Home Store, not just appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, is family owned and operated. Right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hackwilson Way. Go to Orsinis.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk NFL. The divisional round is set after a not very interesting game last night. Was it Tom Brady's last game in the NFL or last game with the Bucks? We'll talk about that. Commanders are close to having a new owner, plus more on the other side of this break. I know. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Catch the excitement of high school basketball on talk radio, WRNR, and TV 10, featuring the Eastern Panhandle Athletic Conference. Barclay's got the steal all by himself. He'll go up for the two-handed slam dunk. All six EPAC schools, regular season and postseason, live here. Now for the Clark from three, and that's for the Clay Clark nails it. To start the fourth quarter for Musselman. Slick now driving oh, the right side, and it is rejected by foul. Your home for local sports is right here on Talk Radio, WRNR, and TV 10. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay, or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Looking to get your special someone gift? How about a dream vacation to see the Grand Canyon? Or maybe visit Alaska? What about Rio, Budapest, or Taiwan? Maybe your dream vacation is on the seas, cruising to multiple destinations. We'll start here with the travel agency of Dream Vacations and George Wisdom. Visit vacationsmiles.com. Vacation smiles last a lifetime, so allow George Wisdom to provide you the vacation experience you've always desired and deserve. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. 
Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us here. We're produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright. Let's get into this NFL uh, news. Come, or I guess we'll get into the recap of the Caps or excuse me, Cowboys and Buccaneers uh, as the Cowboys just completely route the Buccaneers last night. Uh, not as I anticipated. I, I definitely thought it was going to be a lot closer of a game. And honestly, it would have been quite an interesting game if the Buccaneers were able to get anything going um, through the air or get anything going on the scoreboard. They they fell thirty one to fourteen, but four missed extra points by Dallas Cowboys kicker Brett Maher. Uh, that could have turned into a very interesting game had he had the Buccaneers been in this game. I agree with you, Spencer. If the uh, Buccaneers were able to get more points on the scoreboard, it would have been a more interesting game, but they did not do that last night. So, Why is Tom Brady throwing the ball 66 times at 45 years old? He's been doing that pretty much all season. They just don't have a run game. I they mean, abandoned the run they game. They do. They, they abandoned Fournette. the run game. Yeah, Fournette is not Fournette had five carries for yeah, 11 why, yards. Yeah, why are you only running the ball five times with Fournette? He only gained 11 yards. Yeah, playoff Lenny is no longer the man that he once was. If you give him double, maybe triple those, it's okay because Zeke Elliott averaged less and he had 13 carries, 27 yards. Because Tony Pollard had 15 carries for 77 yards. Yeah. Can we agree that Tony Pollard is head and shoulders above Zeke Elliott? At this Mm, point, yeah. Probably, yeah. Which is crazy to think. They they have their days, I feel like. But isn't Zeke on his second contract already? He is. They're paying him a bunch of money to be the second he back. He still deserves it. They're He's doing a one-two punch. Yeah. But he only had 27 yards in a playoff game. It's okay. They if won. If another guy has the hot hand, you're going to go with that in a one-two punch like that, which is what yeah. the Bucks should be doing with White and Fournette. But How instead, about, uh, they're throwing the 66 story, though, is Dak Prescott. How about Dalton yeah, Schultz? Dak Prescott, oh my gosh. I, Dalton I Schultz Dallas. as well. Seven receptions, 95 yards, two touchdowns. C.D. Lamb with the touchdown. Michael Gallup with the touchdown. All coming from Dak Prescott. 25 of 33, 305 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Put last week behind him quickly. Yeah. Yeah. The four touchdowns in the air, one on the ground, so five touchdowns in total for him. It was a great night, and it just shows uh, even more being a Washington fan that they need to figure out a quarterback fast because every single other team in your division has a quarterback that is slowly – even more becoming more elite as the years go on, it feels like. I mean, Danny Dimes had a great game Sunday. Jalen Hurts was an MVP candidate up until he got injured this year. Now Dak Prescott balls out last night on Monday night. Yeah, I don't know if I'd, I'd say Prescott or Jones are in the, among the elite, but they're definitely I'm not saying they're above there yet, average quarterbacks. And, uh, I mean, Prescott's a veteran, so I don't know if he'll ever really improve that much more, but you know, he's a solid quarterback that can have those kind of games, and Washington definitely doesn't have that. But uh, for Dallas, you know, I think the game went their way completely. I kind of expected Tampa to put up a better fight than that, but also, like we said, at least like Gerald and I said, you know, who did Tampa beat in the regular season or what games did they – like they pretty much played like this all season. You know, they just don't – have that much explosiveness on offense for whatever reason. Brady throws the ball way too much. They have no running game, and their defense isn't the same in the past. So it's just not a great Tampa Bay team. Dallas takes care of business in this game after a very disappointing performance against Washington. They bounce back usually pretty well, so it all made a lot of sense uh, that the Cowboys would win. 
since it was the playoffs and Tom Brady, you know, I did expect it to be a little bit closer, but I'm not shocked that Dallas just went in there and dominated based on the fact that the Bucks just aren't a very good football team. I mean, they had a losing record. So, I mean, what did you really expect? I expected better. It's Tom Brady never lost to Dallas. It's the playoffs. But this isn't the same Tom yeah. Brady. It's 46-year-old Clearly Tom not. Brady. Yeah. 45, whatever he is now. 45. Hey. Has to be 46. Uh, Nick, just seeing hey. this come up. Uh, Owen Porter coming back to the herd. Cool. <laughs> Did not get plucked by West Virginia. Apparently, West Virginia was offering him upwards of $100,000 in NILs to come to play for the Mountaineers for one year. Sounds like he made the wrong decision. Sounds like probably did, I don't yeah. Hundred <laughs> K sounds like a good deal to me. Yeah, I'll take that hundred K. But uh he is a local guy. But he wants to go win the Myrtle Beach Bowl again and West Virginia <laughs> won't be in a bowl game for another year or uh, so. I guess. <laughs> All right. Um back on track here. We think Brady's done. What do we do? What do we think here? I think I he's think. done with the Bucks. I don't think he's done in his career. I think he still has a year, maybe two, depending on the contract that's given to him. I think a team's going to try to keep him around in the NFL just because. You it's think still the Raiders make the push? Yeah, I think the Raiders make a lot of sense, right? Josh yeah. McDaniels, his former offensive coordinator in New England, where they had so much magic. They play in a dome, so he doesn't have to worry about weather. They have Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro. That's a lot of weapons offensively. Uh, they just got to finish games on the defensive end, and they could maybe do some things there. But at, at this point, is Brady that much of an upgrade over Derek Carr? I'm not certain. Probably not. But I think it could be his his uh, route there if he decides to stay and go to Vegas. I think it makes a lot of sense for tom but he might hang it up he doesn't have anything to prove yeah but that doesn't seem to matter to tom brady at this point he just like wants to keep playing because he loves football so yeah i think raiders would be a nice landing spot for him i wouldn't be surprised if another team tries to go after him if the colts would probably not i think they want to go a more younger route is Denver done with Wilson? Do they keep Wilson? I don't think they can get rid of him. So is they Houston maybe? I feel like they're going to draft somebody. But after last night in the press conference, and what he Tom Brady said at the end of his press conference, I think clearly shows that his time is up in Tampa Bay. Yeah, that is big. Uh, Gerald, do you have any takes on where Tom Brady, is he done? Is he going to play another year? Is he done in Tampa? Is he going to go somewhere else? What's your thoughts? Um, like y'all said, I think he's going to Las Vegas. Um, Tom Brady had a lot of issues outside of football, which would make me think that he would still continue to play football, like with his wife and everything. So I, why would Ex-wife. He, yeah, why would he give up football after all that just happened? And he loves the sport so much, so I think he's going to continue to play football. Um, like Nick said, Las Vegas is a great place to be. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks uh chiming in there. Our intern, you'll hear more of him over the next uh, few months. Gerald Wright, uh, formerly with the Shepherd University football yeah. team, but uh, maybe still has aspirations to play football. Possibly. Um, I got a few schools looking at me. I'm in the transfer portal. So we'll see. We'll see, but uh, we'll hear more from uh, Gerald throughout the sports mix. And uh, you heard him on the commercial earlier. For Gerald will take Coops. that 100K to play for WVU. <laughs> I'd I play for WVU. Honestly, they want me. <laughs> 
All right, uh, we'll move on here. Pat Shermer getting a uh, getting a coordinate offensive coordinator interview right here in right in the area in Washington. Not here, uh, we're adjacent to Washington, about uh, eighty miles or so. But uh, that's an interesting interview. Washington announces it on their social media today. They'll be interviewing him, Colin. Yeah, I don't think he'll be the only one, but it's an interesting interview, I guess. I don't fully know how I feel about it. Was Denver's offense good in the past recent years? Not really, but at the same time, he was the head coach during that time. He wasn't OC, and when Shermer was an OC, he wasn't bad at it. So maybe you just are like, he's not the t- kind of guy that needs to be a head coach in the NFL. His success. Denver. No, see, I thought he was a head coach. No, was he no, 2020 through 2021. He was the head coach of the Giants. Yeah. Okay. So that's when that didn't work. Flipped. So Remember when that didn't work? Yeah, I don't know. I, I had He's also the Browns head coach. At one point, yes, so. he was. Uh, but that'll be interesting to see. Obviously not the first one, and as Colin said, won't be the last person to interview. Uh, we'll move on. More Commander's news coming out last night from J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington, 106.7 The Fan in D.C., he said the com- command, the sale of the Commanders will, quote, be over soon, according to multiple sources. Uh, that being said, uh, looks like Jeff Bezos is out, but not officially out. Uh, Todd Bowley, who is a Bethesda native, a Landon School graduate, owner, part owner of the Dodgers, among some other uh, teams, he is apparently out-out after speculation come, came Friday that he was in. And now it's confirmed that he's out. Uh, That leaves Josh Harris, a D.C. native, the owner of the 76ers and the New Jersey Devils, is perhaps to be the top candidate to buy the Commanders. Uh, That is very interesting. But he is a D.C. native, so do we want another D.C. native? I want anybody other than Dan Snyder. Yeah, but Dan Snyder's a D.C. native. Do we... Like he does being a DC native make you a bad person? Yeah, does is every DC native Dan Snyder? No, you're I'd right. I hope not. No, but uh, that's interesting to see where things go. Um, I guess so. Remember when uh, those those uh came out that the commanders had agreed to buy land near Fredericksburg? Yeah, uh, and there was two plots of land, one big enough for a huge stadium complex and a bunch of other stuff like Patriots Place. And then another, which would be their training facility. Okay. Apparently, part of the reason why they are so valuable so or valued so high is the land for FedEx Field mm-hmm. and the land of the team's training facility. That is, uh, I think, a fifth of what their value or like a, a fifth of what their value is because uh, apparently the team facility, if they wanted to move it to wherever they're Head, like if they wanted to move their headquarters to where their stadium would be, that could fetch a hefty sales price uh, because the t- the land is situated among a number of important data centers and adjacent to a large fiber line vital for global commu- com- computing needs, and 80% of the world's internet comes through Ashburn. So Get it done. Yeah, and uh, maybe you revitalize the RFK area. Yeah, that's what uh, some signs are pointing to right now with a potential – new owner and especially since RFK is currently uh being demolished is you want the team back in DC that land at RFK is a great spot to go back and try to bring the fan base back together through that potentially I, I I'd be up for it I love going into 
DC to catch a sporting event compared to going to FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland. So yeah, easier drive in and out or maybe even taking the Metro. Another component to this is that uh, Jeff Bezos, or the Dan and Tanya Snyder prefer not to sell their franchise to Jeff Bezos. So he didn't even submit a bid in the first round of bids. Because he knew. Why would you? Because he I knew. I want to hear an answer as to why you would not want one of the richest guys in the world offering. Because probably way over Dan Snyder's one of the richest, richest people in the world. He doesn't want to be overshot by a guy like Jeff Bezos. Bezos, I feel like, would overestimate it. I don't it's know. What, is it 5.6 or 6.5 is the estimate I, right now? I don't know. It's between there. How about that? Uh, final seg- topic in this segment here, uh, Chargers. They have made some changes. Not what Nick thought, but uh, they have fired offensive coordinator Vince Lombardi. <laughs> Joe Lombardi. Joe Lombardi. <laughs> Guy, you can't write that in the show and read it verbatim. That's on you, man. Joe Lombardi. No, you can't. A little practical joke. And then their uh, quarterback coach as well. Um, it is Vince Lombardi's grandson. It is, but you can't write that, Nick. I'm going to read it verbatim. I mean, I could have wrote a lot worse things than Vince Lombardi in there. So, Little Lombardi? Could have said that it was I could have wrote any fake name, yeah. All right, so Joe Lombardi's been fired as the OC for the Chargers. Do you think he could come to Washington? Colin, what would you think here? I could see an interview pending. I, I don't know if he'd actually come to Washington. Why would you want Lombardi? He, he, they have no running game in Los Angeles. That's they true. have no identity. Besides the fact that he is a Lombardi, doesn't mean he's going to bring you the Lombardi. Who knows? I said I want Kingsbury. But that coming out he's of in Thailand. He's in Thailand. Yeah, he's got he's not coming other back. priorities. He bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. They don't have football in Thailand, do they? Soccer, probably. <laughs> All right, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap things up. Talk caps and whiz. You're tuned into the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV. Time back in two minutes. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you. At no risk. See dealer for details. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm your new bangs, and you can't stop staring at me. That's it. Just tilt the rearview mirror over here. And while you're checking me out more times in a library book, your car is wandering into that lane over there. More bangs. (laughs) 
neat. And if you've got cut rate insurance, you could be paying for this yourself. So get Allstate. Call Martinsburg Allstate agent Gary Kelly today at 304-263-4596. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to the final segment of the Sports Mix here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Marius Group of Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Service at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today as we wrap things up on this edition of the Sports Mix. The Wizards yesterday played the Warriors, and it was a very good game through three quarters. And then the final uh, six and a half minutes, the Wizards were outscored 21-12. to 12. Yeah, not a great finish there for Washington yesterday on Martin Luther King. And, uh, you know, Golden State, I mean, a team that has had some injuries this year, but they're pretty much fully healthy at this point. Uh, Steph had 41, so... That's a huge game from him, 32 out of pool. Uh, Washington just doesn't have guys to really keep pace with that despite the efforts from Porzingis with 32 points. Uh, so, I mean, overall it was an entertaining game, but just a tough loss for Washington. And Off day for Kuz. Yeah, he didn't have a great game for him. He Six doesn't of 20 want to be there. Or 5 of 20 shooting, 4 of 12 from downtown. And he may or may not want to be there, Colin, but he's got to play well to get traded. The Wizards are back in action tomorrow when they face the Knicks in New York, I believe, because they were in D.C. Friday against the Knicks. Uh, and the Capitals last night, uh, wow, did they make a comeback, Colin. You probably weren't paying any attention to it because you don't pay any attention to any Capitals games that aren't in the playoffs. Then how would I know that they were down 3 nothing, came back. Because you heard my sports report. to 4-3, and they also were back in action against Minnesota tonight. Puck drop at 7 p.m., but we don't have it because we have basketball. Here's the goal. Which one? They were fourth. Game winning. A shot, he scores! Dimitri Orlov wins it in overtime for Washington! Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, New Capitals from three down come back to defeat the Islanders here at UBS Arena. Final score, four to three. Score four straight goals to get the win yesterday, and Colin mentioned they're back in action tonight. You heard my sports report this morning, didn't you? No. The you exact know that words. I don't always listen to your sports report. That's the exact so. words I used. You literally repeated my sports report word for word. Call. Maybe that was the only part of your sports report that I listened to. <laughs> I I got you there. All right, that will do it for this edition of the Sports Mix tonight. EPAC Girls Hoops action on TV 10. Talk rated WRNR Washington at Martinsburg. Pre-game coverage at 7 p.m. Tip-off set for around 7.30 with Colin and I on the call. 
That'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, thanks to producing side today, our Gerald Wright, our intern. For Colin Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow in another edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR Martinsburg. Yeah.